Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God before us this morning is a portion of our gospel lesson for today. uh, John chapter 10, the 27th and the 28th verse. In which Jesus said, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hands. This is the word of our God. In the name of Jesus, our good shepherd, dear fellow sheep in his flock. Two men were called on to recite the 23rd Psalm in an auditorium that was filled with people. One was an orator that was trained in speech and drama, and the other was an elderly pastor. The orator went first, and he spoke very powerfully and dramatically. And when he was finished, there was a standing ovation. What a wonderful voice he has was heard throughout the auditorium. Then the pastor uh, got up and he humbly and reverently began, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When he finished, there was no standing ovation, just complete silence as they were meditating and thinking about what they had just heard. And after a few moments, the orator stood up and said, I have a confession to make. The difference that you have heard between what you have heard from me And from him is this. The difference is this. I know the psalm. He knows the shepherd. What a wonderful statement to make. And could that statement be said about you and me? Today as we observe Good Shepherd Sunday, the gospel writer uh, John focuses our attention on Jesus being the good shepherd the spiritual leader and guide that every church, every Christian, every person in this world needs because he is the one and only Savior from sin. Yes, Jesus is the one and only good shepherd. And as our shepherd, he calls out to us to follow him so that he can give us life, eternal life. Jesus was speaking the words of our text not just to his disciples, but also to some unbelieving Pharisees who were upset that he had just healed a blind man on the Sabbath. And the purpose for his words was to point out to these Pharisees their sin of being what he had called them earlier, thieves and robbers. In other words, false teachers. And he was hoping that in hearing these words they would repent. Because right after saying to them, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, he then said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. There was a news story once about a man in Australia who accused another man of stealing his sheep. The man accused insisted they were his sheep. So it went to court. And the judge was in this dilemma. Who does he believe? It was one man's story against the other. Then he came up with an idea. He ordered that the sheep be brought into the courtroom. And then when they were brought in, he told the man accusing the other man of stealing it to go out of the courtroom, close the doors, and call out to the sheep. 
So he did. And when he called out those to them, they didn't move. In fact, they, act, they acted frightened. He then told the man who was accused to go out of the courtroom and do the same thing. So when he did and he called out to them, the sheep bolted toward the door. The judge says, case solved. The sheep know the shepherd. And what a beautiful picture this is of the relationship between a shepherd and a sheep. And what a beautiful picture this is of our relationship with Jesus, our good shepherd. Now how is this right relationship possible? How did Jesus become our good shepherd? And why did he need to become our good shepherd? Well, think of what every human being born into this world is by nature. David said, surely I was sinful from birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. And how long does it take for that sinful nature to reveal itself in sinful actions? Any parent can tell you it doesn't take long. And because our holy God demands perfection and we can't even come close to it, we deserve his full wrath and punishment. But is that what he wants? No. So he did something astounding. He gave the gift of his one and only son who came into this world to make up for our sinfulness with his sinlessness. To to take that innocent life and go to the cross and shed his blood and, and also feel the full pain of hell itself. See, we didn't have to do anything. Jesus did all that was necessary and his resurrection from the dead proved it. And then he did something else that was astounding and amazing. By In his grace, for most of us, he made us his sheep through the waters of holy baptism. Again, we did nothing. And as a result, we have been changed from spiritually dead to spiritually alive. From absolutely guilty to perfectly innocent. From being servants of Satan to servants of God. From being powerless in our sins to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And all this is possible only because of what our Good Shepherd has done for us. And that's why Jesus also said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Think about this. What other spiritual leader would allow himself to be blamed for the sins of others? What other spiritual leader would be willing to be executed in the place of other people, even his enemies? What other spiritual leader do you know that died but rose again? What other spiritual leader is there who can offer full and free forgiveness and eternal life to all people? Again, free of charge, no hidden fees. See, there's only one good shepherd in the world, only one true spiritual leader, and that's Jesus. And by the grace of God, we know that. But how well do we listen 
and follow him. Jesus has some sheep who will listen only when it's convenient or when they feel like it. You have some who are sheep who are here every week in church listening to the voice of their good shepherd. But what about the other days of the week? Do you listen to the voice of your shepherd in the pages of your Bible? And what happens when the shepherd says something that you don't like or agree with? When he he says no to a sinful activity you are involved with or want to be involved with? What happens when you hear your shepherd talk about the danger of sin and that our God is a holy God who hates and punishes sin? Do you act as though he's not talking about you? I can tell you what often happens when people don't like to to hear the voice of the good shepherd. They will go out and find other shepherds. False shepherds who will tell them what their itching ears want to hear. Who will tell them how special they are and that God would never, ever, ever even imagine sending them to hell because they're such good people. They don't talk about sin or condemn sinful actions because that's just not a loving thing to do. That will make a person feel bad. But my friends, these kinds of shepherds are leading their flock straight to the wolf's den in hell. Because if you don't recognize your sin and how damning it is, you won't recognize the need for a savior from sin. If you really are one of Jesus' sheep, you have to be willing to listen to what the Good Shepherd has to say about himself and about you. Can't say I'm going to believe and follow only when I think what I think is right for me. Doesn't work that way. That's not being a a true shepherd who recognizes the voices of false shepherds and runs away. See, Jesus' sheep recognize his voice. They know his love and concern and they follow him Even when things get tough. Even when things in life get scary. Even when they don't know which direction the shepherd is leading them in. You know, I find it kind of mind-boggling when I hear at times people complaining that all God does is want things. He wants their money. He wants their time. He wants this and he wants that. That God is so demanding How can anyone accuse a gracious and generous God who gave us life, who gives us all that we need in life, and who gives us eternal life to be a demanding God who only wants to take from us? That doesn't make any sense. Because our God gives and he gives and he loves to give. He gives us our homes, our families, our health, our, our wealth, the word and sacrament through which the uh, Good Shepherd calls out to us. He gives us forgiveness. He gives us His holiness, which is ours through faith in Him. He gives us freedom from guilt, freedom from God's wrath. He gives us salvation in heaven. Jesus has come to give us a full life that is just overflowing with gifts. Yet how often don't we listen to the voices around us and in us and want more? Instead of saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. 
I'm afraid we sometimes say, the Lord is my shepherd, but I want him to give me more. You know, more money, more happiness, more fun, more stuff. God forgive us when we think like that. Because when we think about it, what is the most glorious ending that God is going to give us after this full life of gifts? He's going to give us heaven. Salvation that our good shepherd has earned for us and that is ours through faith in him. You know, I remember when my kids were growing up and it really happened especially with my four daughters. When I wanted, when I was calling out to one of them, Sometimes it took me a while to get to the right name. Jennifer, uh, Rachel, Rebecca, no, Amanda. And I think the one name that I wanted to get at, they didn't want me to get at. But there were only four daughters. And I got mixed up at times. Think of the number of sheep in Jesus' flock. He calls everyone by name and never gets mixed up. He loves each one of us and takes care of us. And throughout our lives, he reminds us, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. This is the kind of love our good shepherd has for us, a love that moved him to live and die for us. So man, no matter what the world around us might say, Jesus is the one and only good shepherd. And only Jesus, the good shepherd, will one day come and walk us through the valley of the shadow of death to the rich and green and fertile pastures of our heavenly home where we will dwell forever. And that's why he calls out to us in his word to follow him. And so my friends, listen and continue to listen to the loving voice of the good shepherd and follow him because in doing so, he will give you life Life to the fullest here on earth. And even more importantly, life to the fullest forever in heaven. Amen.